so glad you're here. I have my oldest daughter with me today, and we're talking about her newlywed years, which were, let's see, you've been married? Eight years this year. Eight years, okay. So, and in that eight years, y'all have grown from two to five. Yes. Pretty yeah, quickly. there's a lot of us. <laughs> there are a lot of you. Well, they're all three and under, so. Yeah, it happened fast. Um, but, you know, I spent your childhood praying for your future spouse. I'm glad you did. I, I know, I'm glad that I did too. Because <laughs> when Matthias and Madeline met, it went fast. It was fireworks. 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 And, but I had so much peace. So yeah. when she was like, Mom, I love him. And we want to get married, like, next week. I have the story that people either hate to tell and hate to hear or love to tell and love to hear, depending on the person. Yeah. And, yeah, we met and we got married without knowing each other. We did. We what? dated three months. Okay. But and the we... only reason that your father and I were okay with that is because we did background check. No. We, I mean, it turns out our families, Matthias, her mm -hmm. husband, her, our families have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah, a lot. I mean, and so he was raised a lot like Madeline was raised in the Word of God, um, in a similar church. Parents. Yes, he has incredible parents. And so um, he was coming from a similar background, and a lot of our close friends were vouching for him. So it wasn't like we were giving her to a stranger. Um, and I had a ton of peace. I just had peace. It was really cool that families that we really trusted spoke really well of his character. That's different than just meeting a stranger. I was a young photographer. <laughs> I was shooting my very first wedding as a full-time photographer. So I shot weddings, been a photographer, but I was like working to go full-time, freedom, and you know, yeah. travel, do whatever I wanted. And at this wedding, the best man asked me to dance and he was so handsome. And so I said, yes. And we dated three months and I got married. That's my favorite story. <laughs> it really is. I don't, it doesn't get better than that. No, because it's so a story. So that was me meeting with us. Yeah, and it went really fast. But. It went so yeah. fast. And I know it was really a nervous time for everybody, but... It's such a sweet time. It was such a sweet time. Now that I have sons, I have considered what it must have been like for my mother-in-law, being the mm -hmm. mom to a son of a girl who like shows up and is like, yeah, we're getting married with in cat five, ears <laughs> in five days. Do you remember? Yeah, and my that cat was the season headband. of cat ear ears. Yeah, I had the cat ear headband. Yeah, you know, it, took our, it took him two years for him to tell me that he was almost embarrassed to introduce me to his family because I was wearing the cat ears headband. I had no idea. So, but Matthias was at Texas Tech, mm -hmm. and he was a bachelor, living like a bachelor in a hole in the wall. Like I mean, like a hole, like a hole in the so wall. he five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Imagine. What kind of apartment you could get for five hundred dollars a month? Your imagination is correct. It looks yeah. like that. Whatever you're thinking, that's what it looked like. Yeah. So he wasn't expecting to bring a bride home to that. Yeah. I don't even know why he moved there. I think just because he could. Because probably he was to alone. save money. Don't you think? Yeah, but he. I mean, he was working as a student. I don't know. Okay. So then. And he didn't have any debt. So right. like he. Yeah. But maybe that's why. Maybe he was making really good decisions. And uh -huh. so he just he to, is a, a wise, godly yeah. man. So. You come into his life as the bride, and you take that little hole in the wall. And we stayed. <laughs> we got married and stayed. When I moved in, he was using an outdoor like patio table as his dining room table, and I don't even think I don't know if he had a couch. Like he had no furniture. I don't remember. 
and I had to make that place a home. It was fun though. And you it's did a such a beautiful job. I mean, she strung <laughs> lights inside the house, and you really also cool. took sheet music. Did I did. My great grandmother sheet music, and she put it all over the kitchen wall, like floor mural. to ceiling. It was beautiful. beautiful. It wasn't in the kitchen. It was like, in, the outside, in the yeah, dining right? Room. The dining room yeah. wall was um, yeah. old music. And somebody I, came over once and said, "I hope this doesn't offend you, but I like you so much more now that I've seen your house." <laughs> I was like. Well, I mean, she it, like it, really liked my style. style. It was beautiful. I, mean, I had to make it work. Yeah, truly, uh -huh. a woman, a woman lived in that home. Um, but I mean, one day she was walking up the stairs, uh -huh. and the, the stairs concrete, gave out. The, the concrete, concrete stairs gave step. out. It was a concrete step, and it just totally gave out. Yeah, I was not happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> could have killed you, but that stayed. I mean, it was beautiful, and yeah. So I had. How many kids did I bring and we spent the night with y'all? A couple nights? It was one night. Like six. Six <laughs> yeah. kids, yeah. You were like, we're out. I know. <laughs> I was like, come on, mom, come visit us. So I loaded up the van with six kids, I think it was. Uh-huh. And you all slept on yeah. the living room floor. Yeah. Are imagining your life going to be happy if you're living a certain way, like in a specific place mm -hmm. or on a specific income, like you're wrong. I, you're not, happiness is not where you are it's what you're doing with what you have and you create your, your happiness mm -hmm. on whatever income you have mm -hmm. or where, whatever place you're living you get to decide if that place is worth being at and i had to say this place is worth staying at and one of the reasons we did stay in those apartments were when we got married matthias quit his job i asked him to because they wanted him to work christmas and I was like, we have to go home and see our family. I really want to go home and see our family. And I was a photographer shooting weddings, and I really believed that I could support us and keep us step free with my career while he was in school. And I was really excited about the opportunity to do that because I knew in the future I wanted to be a stay-at-home wife and mother. And the idea of being like the career woman and you know making the money and it just sounded fun. And I knew it was for a season, so it felt achievable. So I had he quit his job, and I was the provider you know financially for that time and that little tiny apartment gave us financial freedom and peace so we could really enjoy being together and spend our money other ways we had a lot of fun eating out and yeah staying debt free and saving up a ton of money and then traveling and yeah it was an incredible little season of life yeah. we were there from we got married october 2015 we were there till december 2017 okay so almost two years and while right? you were working and helping him pay for school I mean I'm assuming you paid for it I don't know mm -hmm. um, you saved enough money for you all to go to Europe yeah that was fun I just I mean like who graduates from school and then instead of going into adulthood adulting like <laughs> grabbed backpacks and went to Europe yeah. for six months and I love that, that you got incredible. to do that because you really didn't have honeymoon no, we had a week in Colorado three months after we got married, but, mm. well, and also every day felt like a honeymoon because we didn't know each other and then we were yeah. married, so <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's just, wow, I, it still amazes me. It was so mutual, but yes. you did have the common ground, the foundation that yes. you knew. And because Jesus, Jesus yeah, because Jesus was at the center, everything else just 
Hmm. Worked itself out. Praise God. Yeah. Oh, right. Been bad. <laughs> I mean, it is only the second most important decision you will ever make in your life. Really? You know? Yeah. Salvation yeah. and the marriage. Yeah. So. And everyone thought we were pregnant when we got married. So I had to wait a very long time to get pregnant. Yeah. To show everybody that we weren't pregnant. <laughs> and then once you got pregnant, you just did it three times in a row. Yeah, like, I didn't know you could have like, babies that fast. Actually. <laughs> you're like four. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Because, I mean, your oldest just turned three. Mm -hmm. And and then Emerson is two. Just turned two. And Auden is... Almost five months. Yeah. Right. That's fast. Sister. It was quick. And, um, okay, so now you live closer to family. You were away from family, which I think is really good. For yes. 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 Really good. Especially, Especially because we were getting, getting to know each other. other. Mm -hmm. We needed to not be near friends. He has we a lot didn't of friends, need it, too. And he's a lot of really close friends and we really needed space to become one because they'd always known Matthias as Matthias and now Matthias wasn't just Matthias he was Matthias and Madeline and that's the unit God saw mm -hmm. and we needed people we needed first to recognize that ourselves and do that together and then have that respect from other people boundaries and mm -hmm. and being away and then coming back after a while we I really feel like we got that mm -hmm. Let me fix your hair. Thank you. That's what moms are for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, uh, Matthias is a family man, and I love how he puts you first, even the boys first. And being a family man, I mean, I was shocked. Like he was. Y'all were married a day, maybe, and he called me mom with no prompting. <laughs> Do you have any idea what that did for my heart? And I remember you were like. Sat on your lap, I mean, patting his back. And didn't miss a beat. I mean, we are mom and dad to him, and he treats us like his parents. There's no difference. He treats us with the same He's so honor sweet. and respect and love and friendship. And Dad and I appreciate that so much. He really loves you guys. Well, we really love and him. And I really love him, his family. I just can't imagine having a better mother-in-law father-in-law and and sisters he's five sisters that could be a disaster it could be like that could be really hard and it's wonderful i only have good things to say about all of them <laughs> right is awesome. yeah and they are an incredible family. they also work to cultivate family relationship mm -hmm. similar to the way we do mm -hmm. the weekly family dinner they've been doing that for years as well and that's incredible yeah we definitely modeled our weekly family dinner after theirs oh i didn't even realize yeah i was like oh that is such a great idea you should do that <laughs> now, yes exactly i mean it's working for them because it brings the family together mm -hmm. with no pressure Mm -hmm. Everybody brings a dish. Okay, so you live on their property now, mm -hmm. and um, they have twenty. They purchased twenty-three acres when Matthias was two years old. They were like, "He's too hard. We cannot raise him in a neighborhood." And they had on his when he was two during Christmas. They realized we can't stay here. We need to live on land, or he's going to die. Right. <laughs> he's just everywhere. He's just everywhere. Yeah. He needed space. So they, they still to this day say they bought that property because of Matthias. And now that I have three young boys, you yeah. can see why. Who are just like him. Who are just like him. Yeah, they are everywhere. Mm -hmm. So um, I love that y'all have a little fenced area on the 25 acres. It's like yeah. just to keep up with them. Yeah. And then they have offered two acres to any of the kids who want to take two acres and make it their own. So we were the, actually the first to say, 
we want to do that. So we legally own two of those acres now, and someday we'd really love to build a house yeah. out there. Just to be clear, they don't live with his parents. They um, live in uh, it I was their a treehouse, a treehouse loft. Yeah, it it's, was their first structure they built on the property. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, and you've made it beautiful. Um, okay, so what was your biggest surprise about... Um, How fun it was. Okay. About getting married, yeah. is that what you're going to say? Okay, so I don't know if you remember this, but I remember coming home one day from Lubbock because I was traveling here all the time for shoots because a lot of my clientele was in Houston because mm -hmm. that's where I'd started right. my photography business. So I was traveling the eight hours from Lubbock oh. to Houston all the time. So I remember standing at your sink and saying, why didn't you ever tell me how fun marriage is going to be? <laughs> like, I should have known mm -hmm. and y'all have just as much fun as it is hard, but mm -hmm. I didn't know that you could get married and just have a whole lot uh -huh. of dang fun. Mm -hmm. And we really just, I, it, probably due to the fact that we were dating when we were newlyweds, like we were still getting yeah. to know each other and we had all the benefits of marriage. Right. <laughs> like it just yeah. was such a good season yeah. of laughter and joy and making so many good memories. Yeah. It totally shaped me as a person. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful I married him at 21 years old mm -hmm. and that I didn't wait or date yeah. a long time or whatever. We were just ready to do it. Yeah. And Looking back, that feels kind of young to me, but I would just say Already. everyone should do it. Like, or everyone who is meant to do it should do it. Like right. if the Lord has called you to get married, yeah. just well, do it. When you have two people committed, committed to Jesus, yeah. it's, it'll work yeah. if you're pressing in. And y'all did it right. You kept dating. I mean, yeah, you, so you started dating, really. <laughs> Got married and then started dating. Yeah. It's when couples stop dating that the marriage gets dull and sad and mm -hmm. hard. And um, Dad and I were both working so much when we first got married that we had to schedule in fun things and schedule mm -hmm. in married things. So our story's a little bit different, but it was fun to yeah. do those hard things with him because we were creating our life together. Yeah. Um, we were busy and it was hard, but it was good because when you have your person who you're becoming one with, I mean, mm -hmm. you'll and it anywhere with them. It just shapes who you are. <laughs> I'm a better person because I'm married oh, to my husband. 100%. I would not be the woman I am if yeah. I hadn't married him. Absolutely. And I'm really proud of the person. I'm so yeah. thankful that God has shaped me into the woman mm -hmm. I am today through him. Yes. I have been able to see my flaws more clearly <laughs> because of my marriage. Like, I think I would have been blinded to some well, of the things that needed to change. Well, when you're close to relationship with people, yes. Absolutely. And I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I want to keep changing and getting better. Yeah. better. Um, but I was going to tell you that. Oh. Something that's funny, um, our differences. It's funny that we're so different. I mean, like, I love hearing you talk about Matthias sometimes and the differences that y'all have. But one of the um, ways that Dad and I are different that just won't change ever, no matter what, no matter how much I try to change this, is um, the way we do the bathroom in the closet. Like, thankfully, in this house, he has his own sink and I have my own sink. <laughs> and his little sink mirror area is always like a maid just showed up. I mean, like, there's never toothpaste all over the mirror or in this. I mean, like, it's just, I don't know how he does it. Everything is right where it goes. And my place, my side looks like an explosion happened. You know, beauty <laughs> products makeup. and yeah. Yeah, brushes yeah. and oil. I mean, just get a really tiny bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no, then I take over. But the thing is, is you know, like, he never says anything. I know that that's got to bug him so badly. It bugs me. I bug myself. Like, I'm just like, this. You know it's bad. It's like when you smell yourself. You're like, oh, Absolutely. No. I'm like, oh. But um, <laughs> the fact that he just loves me. He doesn't try to change me. He's not trying to correct me. He doesn't ever verbally 
or in any way let me know, even though I know it bothers him, mm -hmm. that makes me want to be a better wife. That makes me want to only bring out the good, you know, yeah. say the good things and edify him. Um, so I love that about marriage that we get to make each other better. Yeah. He Which makes, means, he does not correct. I'm, the Lord has a scripture for this. It's be slow to speak, right? Uh -huh. Quick and, to hear. And quick to hear and quick slow to speak. anger. And Matthias is that. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has done that in him. And he's also a little more naturally inclined to be that way. And it's funny because I am quick to let things come out of my mouth. And it's something the Lord is working on with me every day. And sometimes something will come out. And we both know that... <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Whatever that thing was. And he never, he doesn't ever like correct me or chide me or he just, so he, he'll just laugh at me sometimes. He's like, okay, yeah, just, you know, and it's not ever towards him. Just like when we're in conversation, he is just so understanding. It makes me, it makes me want to be more like him. Like if he was better than me at this, which he is, and also was always demeaning, to me, uh -huh. like, right. listen, I hold my tongue when the kids do something, or when that person does, or when this happens. Like, I'm holding my tongue. Why can't you be like this? If he was doing that for the last eight years, that would be probably really hard on both of us, because he'd be tired of telling me that, and I'd be tired <laughs> of hearing it. <laughs> um, but instead, his kindness and understanding and grace that he's constantly extending me in our marriage on that front makes me genuinely want to be a better person about that. It makes like, me think it, of that scripture. His kindness brings us to repentance. Yes, yeah. And we can do that for each other too. Absolutely we can. And that's taught me, like, that has shown me I don't always have to say everything. Like, sometimes people do things and it's obvious. If, and if you give them a second, they'll, they'll figure it out or give them a minute. <laughs> and sometimes with I said something and I just, okay, I'm just going to not say anything. Because when he doesn't say, when he doesn't ch immediately you know, mm -hmm. it makes me want to be better. I have six books going at the time. Right. That kind of person, yeah. you know, a little know. bit. One at the toilet, one at the bed, one at the kitchen yeah. table. Yeah, I, I get it. I asked him the other day, what was the last book you read? Because um, we were doing a quiz together. Oh my gosh, we love, do you do quizzes together? <laughs> we do marriage quizzes all the time. It is the most fun thing. I don't know why, but we every time we learn something about each other, it's just so fun. So we picked up this silly little quiz for like five dollars from Barnes and Noble and we were doing it as a date night activity what a cheap and fun date yeah. night activity and uh it was like ha have you read a book in the last 12 months and what was it and I was supposed to guess what he had read and so I was searching my brain I finally gave up and I had to ask him he was like oh I haven't read a book in the last 12 months and I was like oh, I'm sorry I just had a seizure you haven't read a book in the last 12 months How is it you possible? know who I am yeah. so that's an adjustment yeah but He's so well-read, though. He's well-read, and he's, he, I don't know how he does it, but he's always full of interesting things. Mm -hmm. I would not be an interesting person no, if I didn't read. Like, I get old. I don't every, think my own thoughts. Anything I think that comes out of me, me that too. sounds interesting came from somebody. Absolutely. I just, I'm constantly yeah. reading and listening and learning from other yeah. people, and that's, that's what my mind is, you know, right. on, and so that's kind of what comes out of me, and he's just always interesting how all the time, and how does he do it without reading? I have no idea. It's great question somebody's <laughs> no idea but i do agree with you that it's very shocking to me that he hasn't read a book in 12 months y'all added three children fast to your marriage yeah, we had a two-year-old a one-year-old and a newborn so how has that changed your marriage 
I think it's made us closer. I don't know how that's possible because I felt like we were, because mm -hmm. we had traveled together for six months with no separation, no breaks to right. go to work. No, and when I, we loved it. And I was like, nobody can be close to this. We are so close. <laughs> he has seen me pee on the side of the tent. Like, it's just... Uh, and then we had kids and somehow we got closer. And we had three home births. I mean, he delivered. He delivered the second because we had him so fast. The midwife didn't wasn't able to make it. I can see how marriage and having kids has changed you. You keep having to change and adapt to your current You know what she said the other night? We were laying in bed talking in the dark. You know how it goes. It was so fun. We just laying there. And he said, I don't know anyone who is as willing to change as you are and actually does it. Like sets her mind to things and, and does it. And I just really appreciated that because I am, I have changed a lot. In the for survival, but well, you have to change, but you enjoy yeah. it. You don't do it just for survival. You do it because you know the Lord is calling you to do things yeah. well and excellent. And I agree with him. You have changed I thought, a lot. I, thought, I just thought that was really sweet that he's noticed because it has been work. I've mm -hmm. worked to try to honor what the Lord is calling me to, what our, what our marriage needs for me, what our kids need for me, and just trying to adapt to all of that. And these are seasons, mm -hmm. and they require 110% mm -hmm. of the new person yeah. that, show, yeah. that needs to show up. Yeah. I agree. It's good, and it's beautiful, and it's it's growth. It's painful. It's beautiful watching y'all work so hard every single day, pouring yourselves into them. And you have had to do the most changing because you're home with them. And I know you've chosen to be home, and he's you. thankful that you're home. Yeah. Um, life will be easier later because you're doing the hard thing right now. Mm -hmm. When y'all moved back, mm -hmm. um, you had to find a church. Yes. And I remember that being a little bit of a struggle because y'all were now Madeline Matthias, Matthias and Madeline. And you had our large family and his large family mm -hmm. and y'all had to make a decision. And we actually had never found a church in Lubbock the two years that we were living there because I was gone most of the weekends anyway. Okay. And so I'd get back late Saturday or on Sunday and we just never got a community. So yeah, it was the first time we had to find a church together and that was difficult. Okay, so yeah. what did that look like for y'all? A lot of talking and prayer and trying out churches. Nobody tells you how hard trying out churches is. Mm -hmm. Dating churches. <laughs> it, that's what it feels like. And I don't, I guess I feel like you're not supposed to date churches, so it feels really wrong. I'm just here to see what it's like. <laughs> I don't know. But now you all love your church. You we have, love you our church. really um, plugged into your community. I, I like the people at our church. I, we could be more plugged in, definitely. Mm -hmm. It's gotten harder as we've had more kids. We started attending when I was pregnant with Elliot. We love our grow group. We love that there are small groups. Um, we're, but y'all yeah. are even plugged into a community outside of your church. Mm -hmm. Couples will find friends and one of the spouses is awkward <laughs> mm -hmm. and it doesn't work out. But y'all found some good friends and I think it's cool to see you hang out with them on a regular basis. We had to find married friends. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe that. Matthias had a lot of friends who stayed bachelors until uh -huh. very recently. And that wasn't, that didn't always work. Right. <laughs> and finding couples that were like-minded has been incredible. And his friends who've got married, we love, we love them. Like we yeah. love, uh, we love the other ones too. We just yeah. enjoy spending time with them a lot because we're in similar seasons. Yeah. Can't it's crazy that, that brain. this is not marriage related, but it's crazy mm -hmm. to me that I somehow always knew I was going to be a stay-at-home mother always planned on it and then I got there and was like this isn't very important which is 
just insane to me that I would have that thought or feeling because that's what you did for us. Mm -hmm. You were a stay-at-home wife and mother and you made it look so important and like we were so worthwhile. The way you would get up and get dressed and it just felt like you respected us as people. And well, I do. I know yeah. you do, but a lot of, I don't know how to describe it. It, it just, even as a young little person, mm -hmm. you respected me and respected us enough to just, this is, this is not a job because it's so much yeah. more beautiful it's than a, a job, but it it's is a, a you, you treated it like it was so important. And I've had to like get into that mindset because I've, I've had important jobs yes. and made a lot of money and it was a lot yeah. of fun and I make no money and it's not a lot of, it's not always a lot of fun. There's a lot of work in the home it is. and with children and a lot of hard work and training in the house. Like mm -hmm. you have to keep it up every yeah. day. It doesn't just all do itself. All day, every yeah. day. But and I wanted y'all to feel that. I'm glad yeah. that you felt that. Yeah. So I thought, okay, if y'all are going to look at me all day, every day, I'm, I'll put on makeup. Yeah. Fix my hair. <laughs> if you're going to be looking at me, I want to give that to y'all. Um, and it helped me to want to take better care of myself mm -hmm. to respect y'all. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, it does. It does make sense. And I'm, that is something that I've really had to press into the last few years. It's like, this is so important. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing with my kids is so important. And this is what my mom did for me. And I always thought what she was doing was important. My kids don't look at me and think, why aren't you out there with a job, <laughs> woman? Like, they're so happy when I feed them. I love and what Elliot said the other day when you, what'd you do? You curled your hair, you braided it. He goes, I braided my You're hair. You're a girl. You're a girl? You're a girl? <laughs> so sweet. He appreciates the femininity in you. So only, cute. The only girl in the family. Um, no, the family, kids, and your husband. I think too many times in families, um, they are treated like, well, I can let my hair down yes. with my kids and my husband. Because there is a sense of at home, home should be the place where your kids let their hair down. Like it should be the place where they play, and absolutely, they have fun, and they jump on the laugh, and they enjoy it. But that doesn't mean you that that's a, forward. Yeah, that doesn't mean that that's the place where I only wear pajamas and never get dressed. I when I leave the house and go places, I'm not getting dressed to impress people. I'm getting dressed because I respect them and their time and I like the way I feel like a better pers person. I feel better about myself as a person when I'm getting dressed. I deserve to do that for myself at home, in at the home. home. And my husband family. loves that. Matthias loves that I get dressed every day. And sometimes, it's embarrassing, but sometimes I don't put on my makeup until like 4.50 right when he's about to walk the door. The door. <laughs> I don't mean for it to be that way, but sometimes the day just gets away from us. And he loves that. He's like, thank you so much for being beautiful and trying. And yeah. yeah. Dad appreciates it too. I do think it's important. Um, I remember when you were newlywed and were y'all living with his parents for a short amount of time? We came back for a summer once. Okay, maybe that's what it was. And you were sitting on the couch and frantically putting on makeup and curling your hair, and um, they were laughing at you yeah. because you knew Matthias, Matthias was going to be home in 30 minutes, and you were like, oh, I've got to get dressed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Matthias makes what I do at home feel so important. Like, he just is the biggest supporter of me at home mm -hmm. with the kids and never, ever lets me feel like my time isn't important or what I'm doing isn't important. He is such a good husband in that way and it makes it easier because it's hard y'all's future together yeah i was thinking about this this morning because i'm reading some sally clarkson right now and man she takes like vague feelings and mm -hmm. unformed thoughts i have and she makes <laughs> them she has words for them which is so helpful because it 
prompts me in the right direction and guides me and she's just an incredible mentor. So thankful for yes. books because I wouldn't have her as a mentor yes. if she hadn't written books. But I was reading Sally this morning and I was thinking um, how as a child, the person who's going to be the most happy to see you, the most proud of you, the most excited about what you're doing and believes the most in you is your parent. Mm -hmm. And if your parent doesn't give you that, you don't have that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking about how I want to make sure I'm that person for my boys, be the most proud of them, the most excited about them, the most, you know, all of those things. And it crossed my mind, now that I'm not in the home, y'all still are so kind and you always speak words of life over me even when I'm a brat because it happens at 28 years old. Um, but the person who does that for me now is my husband. Mm -hmm. He is so proud of me and so excited about what I'm doing and so thankful for who I am and that I'm present and wow, what a gift. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I can give that to my children so that they can grow up and give it to their spouses. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's Matthias had that in his home too. Yeah. I love that. It's easier to give when you've received it. Yeah, when, it's when you don't know to give it. Mm -hmm unless you receive it. Like you might not have any idea. And I think so. But you know how it feels and you remember that yeah. feeling. I love that wherever you are, you are all there. Like you are one hundred percent in. It's actually I don't like it. Okay, like it's the other so day bad. I, the other day we were all standing in the kitchen, the whole family, and you just on a whim said, I'm gonna learn to to sew. I mean like what? I mean, Matthias just looked across the room and I saw him laugh because he knows, you know, he'll be wearing a homemade shirt next week because you, whatever you do, you do it all in. I mean, like when you were a photographer, you were a full time, you were written up in magazines. Um, when you were working and living full time, you hit the rank of gold. That's a full time income. You know, like everything you put your mind to, you, it flourishes. And you moved into that property, made a plan for the, the treehouse loft. You've got a garden that could, I don't know, feed Kroger. We we spent a lot of time about that. renovating the treehouse loft. We could just call it the loft, not the treehouse loft. I mean, that's what you call it. But, um, we spent a lot of time planning out how we were going to renovate it. When the Frost moved out to the property, it was the first structure they built, and they actually had six kids in there, and it was three bedrooms and just one open floor plan other than three bedrooms. and. It's been used, lived in for the last 30 years. Like there's always been somebody yeah. there. And it really needed love. A lot of love. A lot of love. And so when we moved in, we spent thousands of dollars of love on that place. <laughs> we made it a two bedroom by expanding both of the bedrooms, which might have been a mistake now that we have this many kids. We have three kids now and we're in a two bedroom, but Fun. Um, but the master bedroom is really spacious, and I mm -hmm. think that's good. Yeah. And we have all boys, so they can mm -hmm. they they've been sleeping stack them. <laughs> yeah, they've been sleeping together since they were eight months old. Yeah, and one year old anyway. How is that possible? I don't know. One years old, <laughs> but you did it. So. <laughs> yeah, um, and went all in on that. Place. Yeah, y'all paneled it. it. Um, you did board and batten. Yeah, we did board. That's, that's not paneling, but yeah. okay. Yeah, you did board and batten. What else did you do? Um, we had to hire a lot of help. Yeah. Um, we had to help. We had to get help knocking out walls, putting up walls, putting up ceilings in the bedrooms. Painting. We, mm -hmm. we left the beams exposed in the living room and kitchen, which, which I love. really love the beams. And we strung twinkle lights on them because that's a theme in my life. I just love twinkle lights. It's sparkly. And Matthias actually hooked them up to a switch for me, so I don't plug them in. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he like put my twinkle lights on yeah. the switch. I can just say, wake up and turn on my little twinkly lights. Nice being married to an engineer, huh? Yeah. There's still probably. 
a hundred thousand dollars worth of things I could do to it, but that wouldn't get us anywhere. Right. You know, we want to build a house. Yeah, now you're so saving. now we're just gonna save for the house. Yeah. <laughs> but it's beautiful and it's fun. It is a lot of fun. It's perfect for the kids we have. Yeah, and you have like forty chickens and well, they're not ours, but yes, the frosts. They are right. the frost. I do not care for them. But the garden, I mean, you planned the garden. Uh -huh. When you did the tomatoes in your loft, mm -hmm. you had like, how many tomato plants did you Matthias have? did the math and he said, if you do this, you're going to have 10,000 tomatoes this summer. What did you do? You and I was like, but can't I? And he was like, you don't understand what it's like harvesting 10,000 tomatoes. You don't want to do that. <laughs> So cute. How did that happen? Did you just get little pods? And I just seeds? didn't. I had no under. I never planted anything. I had no understanding of like one tomato plant will make this many tomatoes. So I had lots of tomato yeah. plants. Yeah, you yeah. did. They were all over the apartment. I could have fed all. What did you do with them all? I uh, gave a bunch away. Killed a bunch. Yeah, well, that works. <laughs> yeah, but you also have grown pumpkins and zucchini, and we grew a lot of food out there. It was incredible. Thank you for being here. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Terry Bonin. You can find me at Facebook at Terry Bonin. You can find me at terrybonin.com. And you can also find me at home as Terry Bonin. I'll see you next week in the same space. Okay, I want to tell you what I am loving right now. Um, I made this gigantic batch of body butter. I had girlfriends over for Galentine's and there were like 22 of us. So I made a bunch so that everybody could have some. Well, I thought, uh, it's a good gift, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> Um, I love it. I set aside my own and I put um, frankincense and patchouli and myrrh and oh it feels so luxurious and I just coat my body in it and it gives me such a glowy feeling and it's homemade so it's not super expensive so I feel like I can just coat my body in it and I just love it. So maybe I'll put the recipe in the notes because you need to make it and experience the body butter. Thank you for being here. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Terry Bonin. You can find me at Facebook at Terry Bonin. You can find me at terrybonin.com and you can also find me at home as Terry Bonin. I'll see you next week in the same space. Thank you for joining me, my friend, and meet me back here next week in this space. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Terry Bonin on Instagram. I'm Terry Bonin on Facebook, and I'm Terry Bonin on Spotify. <laughs> I happen to be me everywhere I go, and that's a good thing. <laughs>